What's up? I'm Ben Hale, and this is the Easy Living Yards podcast. Creating a beautiful yard should be easy. Let's jump in and create the dream yard you deserve so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. Welcome to episode 93 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Guys, I'm super excited to try a new thing today, and that is giving you guys a sneak inside peek on what it's like to work in the Easy Living Yards membership. I have Laura on today for a live video consultation call that we did, and we had a super fun time together. I'm super excited to work with Laura to help her transform her front yard in a very unique way. We all have a unique situation in our yards. That's the reality. And so working together with Laura, we figured out how we could really create a visual oasis in her front yard in a way that a lot of people don't have in their front yard. But again, everybody's got a unique situation. So part of this design process is figuring out your unique tastes, your unique lifestyle, and how we can transform your yard to fit into your unique tastes and lifestyle in a way that doesn't take tons of work and it actually gives back to your life. So let's jump in and listen to what Laura has to say and also how we can work together to really transform Laura's new front yard. Hey, this is Ben Hale with Easy Living Yards, and I'm really excited to bring on Laura from Salem, Oregon today. So Laura is interested, just like you guys, in creating a beautiful, low-maintenance, eco-friendly landscape so she can enjoy more time doing what she loves. So Laura, thanks for joining me. Yeah. Hi, Ben. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Yes. So we are here in Salem, Oregon. Um, My husband and I moved here from Texas. So of course, the climate and geography are completely different. We wow. bought a house. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong, it's it's beautiful here. And, you know, we're very outdoorsy. We hike, bike, um, kayak. Uh, I'm a distance runner as well. And so we just, we love the natural setting and the trees and all the seasons, just all the beautiful things about this part of the country. Um, so here we are in our house that we've been in for about six to seven weeks. Okay. And well, congratulations. I'm, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, so, you know, getting settled in and uh, I work from home full time. I have an online business and outside my lovely office window is a dead zone, just a plain empty zone that we cannot figure out what to do with. So outside my window is um, it, it looks just kind of like a, a gravel or rock. Um, parking lot almost it's and it's not as big as a parking lot it's maybe 12 feet by 12 feet okay. um, the rest of our property is gorgeous I mean tall trees and bushes and rocks and um, even some fruit trees it's it's beautiful oh, wow. but outside these windows um, is nothing and so we don't know what to do with the space um, we're not very familiar with the climate in terms of you know, the rainfall and the cloudiness and just things like that. So we don't know what to plant here, but we know we want it to be natural. We want it to be something that we can look out of these windows and see something that is, you know, visually appealing. Like the entire rest of the house's windows look out onto an amazing view. These don't. 
and okay. we don't know what to do. So that's, that's where we're stuck right now. Okay, so let's dive in. So uh, okay. this is really exciting and very helpful information too. So it's it's just you and your husband in the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and and so that's, just to recap, so the space is relatively small. We're talking almost like an outdoor room, right? And yeah. it's, a, it's a little hint of one of the thoughts I have. Um, so it's a smallish space and it's pretty shady as well. Yes, very okay. shady because it's it's um, kind of within a corner of the house. So there are two walls that connect. Um, and then around it are just so many, I'm looking right now, beautiful, tall pine trees, which is great. But then it creates this dark, shadowed space. Okay. All right. That's amazing. That sounds yeah. beautiful. <laughs> it is. We just need to figure out how to dress it up. Okay. All right. And so I think you had said you had just had a few pictures. Um, so do you mind just kind of sharing? We can just share those pictures real quick. Yeah. So, we so can... yeah. So, um, just show you on my phone, just hold it up. Yeah. That would be amazing. Okay. Sure. So the one I'm showing you right now is standing on the hill in front of our house, looking down okay. to the space. So we have master bedroom windows up top. We have two smaller bedrooms on the bottom and you can see what I'm talking about here with the dead space. It's just a Okay. And so, so you're in that, you're in that corner bottom window uh-huh. right now. Yep. Exactly. Okay. okay. Really yeah. interesting. Okay. And so, um, so there, I th- right before we got on the call, you were saying that that was, that was, you took that in the afternoon. Is that correct? Yeah. Late, late afternoon, early okay. evening. Uh-huh. So it looks like it gets some like a, just maybe a tiny bit of late afternoon sun, but right. not, not super strong throughout the day. Right. Okay. Yep. Okay. Is that, is that your front entrance right to the left of the, or just to the left of that photo? Yes, it That's is. That's a beautiful looking front entrance. Yeah, I love thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Looks <laughs> really <do> bright. <laughs> yeah, that part really is bright. Yeah. Okay. So, and then in this final image, this is if I'm inside the room looking out. Okay. And so you can see there is definitely a natural element to the surroundings. Yeah, yeah it's really interesting. Is that pine mulch on the, the slight berm behind there? Yes, it okay. is because that's, I don't know if you can tell in the image, but that's a pretty steep incline. That's not something that could that could withstand a, a lawnmower or okay. grass or things like that. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, again, before we got on the, the call here, you were saying that that then drops down to the street behind that view right there. Is that correct? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty secluded. So when I'm sitting okay. here, I cannot see the street and nobody in the street can see me. Okay. And now from your second story, um, do you see over that berm then down to the, to the road? Just a little Just bit barely. because okay. because you're kind of level with some of the lower branches of the trees. So it's ah, it's really secluded. So yeah. it does feel secluded still. Okay. So you have yeah. a wonderful opportunity then. This sounds amazing. Uh, from all four of those windows, it sounds like if we recreate this space a little bit, it, it can be almost like a visual oasis. And so even if you're not in the space, you feel like you're in the space. So that's I'm really excited that what we could do with this space. That is a fantastic way to put it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A visual oasis, whether you're in the space or not. That's okay. great. I'm excited. Great. Okay. Um, so I have a few ideas. Um, okay. One I kind of alluded to, which is um, there's, there's a concept of creating out when you create outdoor spaces, you can create almost like a room, like a mood or something. And so like, instead of having physical walls that, that de- defines a space, you just have differences of space. So a really easy concept of like of how to perceive this is like um like a back deck. Like you have a deck, you know, yeah. it has a pretty defined space to it. And then maybe next to it you have an actual 
like concrete patio or something or a fire pit. And so each of those are different spaces, kind of like an outdoor room. And so you have a physically defined space there as well. And you could create almost like an outdoor room with it. So it could be like uh, how, I guess, before I go into some ideas there, how easy is it to access that space from the outside? Uh, it's easy. So we can walk okay. out the front door, turn left, and, and you're in it. I okay. there are there are no screens on these windows. I could step out right now <laughs> because the bottom of the window is is just about a foot off of the ground. Okay, maybe I won't <laughs> recommend that. But okay, maybe not that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. at least from the front door, though, it's easy. It's easy. It, um, yep. Okay, and so okay, that's actually wonderful. So one of the concepts then that I was thinking of is is if you took this space in and you could create like almost like a like a border around it of plantings for example um to kind of further define the space and make a okay. clear access to it so like almost like a step path or something that comes from the yeah. front door um into the space so it, it it shows clearly that people are welcome into the space so not only you but also guests maybe um, might be welcome into the space so if you're welcoming somebody to your house they might come to the front door and you might say well it's beautiful outside you want to come over here and just kind of hang out or whatever and it's this beautiful space for entertaining usually you know people think of the backyard for that but you could also maybe include a space like this in the front yard too that's that's open and welcoming and and it's clearly defined as a space for enter- entertainment or relaxing or something. Okay, and, I could see that because it is secluded from the street and yet right, it's exactly. highly accessible from the front door exactly. area. Yes. Huh. Okay. And so yeah, especially because it's secluded like you're saying. So there's that tall berm uh on the far side it provides probably a sound and a visual b- barrier so you're probably not hearing as much sound from the street. But yeah, you're you're basically kind of hidden in that space and you have those giant tall trees right there too that just create that sense of being outside and being almost like in a forest or, or something. Yeah, like that. it does feel like that. Yeah. So so what you could do wow, there, yeah, okay. as, a, as a few, um, so this is just one idea, um, is like a few spaces for seating, for example, like a few benches or something or comfortable chairs like um, like patio furniture. And you could even have, it's probably too close to the house for like a fire pit or something, but maybe like a, like a outdoor coffee table there or something, something where like it's clearly for relaxing and enjoying the space. And so then you don't have to worry so much about planting all of it. You could create a, some surface that you enjoy underneath those, those benches and and chairs or tables that you don't have to sit there and mow the lawn or anything like that, because it's really difficult to grow grass there anyway, probably. Um, Yeah. And then around it, plant some beautiful perennial plantings, like maybe some short growing grasses or some very small shrubs or um, uh, perennials, uh, you know, a mixed mixed amount of, of uh, plants there that kind of bring the space into more of a natural space and doesn't look so sterile and empty. Um, yeah. So that's okay, one I thought. Like this, I like the sound of that. So okay. what what would be some examples of perennials that might do well in a space like that that I could look into? Yeah, so um, I I will have to get back to you on that because yeah. I'm not I'm not fully well versed on Salem, Oregon plants. <laughs> there are, so there's tons of resources wherever you live, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, I love native plants, uh, and so yes. um, it, especially with your interests of of you're saying you guys are really outdoorsy, um, mm-hmm. it it will give you that feeling of using some native plantings there will, will, and they can look really pretty too. They don't have to, like a lot of people think native plants has to be like some like unmowed lawn or something that looks really rough. Um, but you can really create a lot of beauty 
with native plants, but it also gives a really clear sense of the space you're in, of the, the place you live. So what we can do is find some some native plant suggestions from your region, since I'm not an expert in Oregon plants. Um, but, but off the top of my head, I would guess something like, um, like some, uh, um, like black eyed Susan type flowers, uh, oh, that yeah. those, those are really pretty in those types of spaces tucked, tucked in between like some grasses. So some plumping grasses that have some beautiful, um, plumage i guess you could say to them and so all year round even when they're they're dead the grasses look beautiful and they they sway in the wind or whatever they give a lot of sense of movement and life even in the winter months when things are kind of a little bit more sterile so um given your more temperate climate too so in winter for you you know it's still relatively mild and they're on a nice sunny afternoon you might be able to go out there and enjoy the space still and so having having a little bit of movement out there a little bit of life is still nice. So um, let me get you some suggestions for that. Uh, I'll follow up with you on that. And then uh, I mentioned like some really small shrubs too. So you could potentially find like, um, like a, even if you, if you wanted evergreen, you could have a few evergreens in there just to have some color all year round, but you definitely don't want to overdo it with that too. So we can have like some really small, like juniper slash cedar type um, shrubs uh, that that would kind of fit into that space, and w- I don't know if we really want to go to the tree level um, or small trees even because they might over. You're talking about a 12 foot by 12 foot space, so they might right. do it, and so we probably wouldn't want to go that far. Um, no, I like the idea of the smaller ones, yeah. and I'm really going to hold on to your recommendation of the native plants because okay. we do want it to be low maintenance. Makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, and so that just seems like it'll be low maintenance. It'll fit in nicely with the surroundings, and it won't look like something that's not really supposed to be there. Um, so that gives me some direction for sure yeah, right yeah, there. So. And I'll follow up with you on that. So that's, yeah. That's good. Um, so I had one other thought. So if you, yeah. don't, if you don't like the idea of making it like an entertainment space, you could also consider just totally filling the space to a certain extent. You could still have some areas with rock that almost, the, the nice thing about rock um, is kind of like on that, that um, berm behind you in the picture you showed, you had some, some larger rocks, right? Yes. Well, if if you have rocks situated, no matter what the size, in kind of a flowing arrangement directionally, it can give that sense of flow or movement still, just from a visual artistic standpoint. And so wow. in the absence of, say, like a, it almost feels like it's like a stream bed or something like that when you perceive it. And so you could kind of keep some of that rock element there if you like that idea and it looks like a naturalized space almost but then you want to tuck some plants in there as well to make it look almost like a stream bed or something where it looks like it's it's meant to be there basically instead of just a giant gravel patch or something like that and so so that's a concept you could do um, if you want it semi-open still or you can completely fill the space with plants as well and so that one might be a little bit tougher um unless we want to go to like the small to medium sized trees, especially closer to the berm there. Um, and, and to really kind of fill in that space and, um, almost like provide further screening, but also a pretty view as well. So you would have like some taller plants, maybe farther back. Um, and I guess I'm trying to, trying to think of directions. So your house, the front of your house is on the South side. Is that correct? Let me think about that. Um, 
Well, okay, let's, we'll just, yeah. okay. Yes, yes, it is. You're right. Okay. Yep. All right. So, yep. so then if we're, if we're looking out the front door, we're facing South. Yes. And so you would, you would probably plant the largest tree and, and we're still talking pretty small size trees here. So you wouldn't want something that's growing more than um, maybe 20 feet or so because you okay. have those, you have those big mature trees and, right. and, um, and also you have these smaller trees closer to the house. So you don't want to put any risk toward your house as well with the roots or the giant branches growing next to your house. Um, and, and also it's just a small space. So you don't want to overcrowd it. So if, if we're talking small to medium trees, especially it could be like some evergreens, like, like some, um, juniper type trees. Um, so there's like uh, Western red cedar I know is a tree and I believe there's some cultivars out there that look really pretty. So it's a pyramidal type tree, but you don't want to, again, want to overdo this. So let me, th- let me get you some plant suggestions. Mm-hmm. I'll have to do some thinking about this, but okay. um, just thinking of the shapes, um, we'd have some medium sized trees, especially in the South. <laughs> I'm getting all turned around here. The, <laughs> the South West corner of yeah. Uh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I can southeast, see it. Yeah. Southeast corner. Southeast corner. <laughs> um, would be the largest. And then you would want something smaller, closer to your front entrance, which is straight south. Um, because you don't want to over like be spilling over and blocking the, the view of your front entrance of your house. Um, and then so, and then coming closer to your house, so away from the berm and closer to your house, closer to the windows, you would kind of step down. So you might have a few shrubs interspersed there and then stepping down into some herbaceous perennials and grasses. And you could even plant that space to look like a, like a fancy designed prairie, I guess. So you don't want it, um, well, it depends on, upon your taste. Maybe you want it to look completely natural and have like a, a wild pollinator meadow. So that's one idea. Or if you want something to look a bit more cultivated, you can also take similar plants and have specific groupings of them. So you could have like groups of grasses and flowers and that are coming into bloom at different times of year. And it's yes. a little bit more complex of a planting, but yeah. um, it can look really beautiful. Um, and and so you have like these different pops throughout different spots as things kind of come and like fade and or rise and fade basically throughout the year. Okay, that's really helpful. And while you were describing that, I was kind of sketching it out on this paper in front of me okay. um, to help visualize what that would look like. Yeah, so I yeah. see what you're saying. Just it, That could be a kind of a progression of relatively high to medium to low Yes, rel- relative to the height of the mature trees that are already there. But that oh. would fill in the area nicely, um, especially if different things are coming into bloom at different times of the year. Yes. And I like what you mentioned earlier about, you know, some taking advantage of some of the clumping type grasses so that there's some movement, especially right, right. some of those colder, wetter, uh, the winter months. So I could see, like, I can see it in my head. I mean, I, I was sketching it okay. while you were describing it, but yeah, I can see it in my head. So um, this makes it seem very doable. And now the space that has felt so, open and barren seems like we can make this into something really, really pretty and cozy looking. So awesome. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Awesome. So um, I guess, yeah. So what I'll do too is I'll, um, uh, I'll follow up with a, like maybe a quick sketch as well of maybe a few of the things I'm talking about. And then um, kind of let me know how you're feeling afterwards is just as a follow-up um, with whatever you want to do. And I'll also try and provide you some plant suggestions and then we'll kind of 
just via email, we can kind of catch up and see how things are, are looking after that. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great because this is a plan going forward now, but that is fantastic to have your support after this call, knowing that there may be some questions that come up as we're implementing. So, <laughs> there always are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Awesome. And so uh, I guess that, that's our follow-up step. Is there anything specific while we're, while we're here together, anything specific also about that space that you want to maybe touch upon? Um, just one question as we're talking about what would go in this space is, are there any general rules of thumb about how close to plant some of these items, even, even small items, like, like some of those clumping grasses is, is that something to keep away from the house? Is, is it okay to have them up against it? Are there any rules to follow for that? Yeah. For those smaller plants, uh, there's, there's not really any set rules with the house. Um, it's okay. not going to provide a risk to your house. The, the biggest risk is when you have very large shrubs or trees that are going to grow up next to your house. And so the, the top growth will be, you know, brushing up against your house, messing with siding or, 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 okay. or, or gutters or anything like that. And also you have almost a mirror image underneath your soil of roots. And so those roots can mess with your foundation and that sort of thing. But as far as the smaller plants, like your herbaceous perennials, which are the, the, um, the perennials that the top dies back and the roots survive, and then they grow up again in the spring, um, or your, your perennial grasses. Yeah, those are okay. Uh, And those aren't going to provide an issue. Now, the only thing is when you're really close to like to your windows, for example, um, Mm -hmm. you won't want something that's kind of if you said this open, you don't want something that's going to restrict them from opening, of course. So you're probably going to want really okay. short growing type plants right up by your house there. Okay, good. Yeah, that's something important to think about. Yeah. I, I keep looking out my window because I can see this. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Laura. I'm really glad we could help with your space there. And I really look forward to seeing what you can do with it. So thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ben. Thanks, Laura. Guys, I don't know about you, but I had such a fun time working with Laura there. And I also learned some things too myself. So if you guys want to be involved with this, this is a premium option in the Easy Living Yards membership. You can go over to easylivingyards.com slash membership to check out the options for you to join the membership as well. I'm so excited to help people like Laura and yourself to work on transforming your yards so you can create a better yard for you and your family and also a yard that is low maintenance it's easy, it's beautiful, and it also helps improve the world around us. So guys, go on over, check out easylivingyards.com slash membership. I'll look forward to seeing you in the membership. Cheers. All right, guys, one more thing. If you're listening to this in November, soon after the podcast airs, I've got a cool new feature that I'm trying to uh, launch, and I want you to be aware of it in case this is something interesting to you. So I am offering free live trainings on various topics over the next month or so. And I'm going to test out this new idea to see how much you guys like it. So if you're interested on what to do with your yard now, so you can stop stressing, enjoy life more. That's the first topic I'm going to talk about. These will be live trainings. So go on over, check out the link for the next live training in the show notes. You can go over to easylivingyards.com slash live to check out the information and join for the next live call. I'm super excited to work live with you guys 
to be able to talk with you, answer your questions at the end of the training as well. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a specific topic. So in this one, it will be what to do with your yard now so you can stop stressing and enjoy life more. So if you're interested in that topic and if you're overwhelmed with your landscape, if you feel stressed about your landscape, this is the perfect opportunity to really get some just helpful training to get started on what to do with your landscape next. So I'm super excited to work with you guys. After the training, I'll have a live Q&A as well where we can I can answer your questions. So there's like a live chat option. And so after I'm done doing the training piece or the you know the session, whatever you want to call it, then I will answer your specific questions and we'll go through them and, and really try and make a positive difference in your landscape. So if you're interested, go on over, check it out, easylivingyards.com slash live. I look forward to chatting with you guys. Guys, as always, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.